Did you know that it is impossible for you to fail at something? The trick is creating your own rules. And I'm going to show you how to do that in today's podcast episode. We're talking all about letting go of rules when it comes to your motherhood. You're listening to the Thriving Mom Podcast. I'm life and nutrition coach, Ime Uguta, and I'm here to help you create the motherhood of your dreams without sacrificing your health and well-being. On this podcast, we dive into mindset, strategy, and skills that will help you stop surviving and start thriving in the beautiful chaos that is motherhood. Are you ready, mama? Let's journey together. Hello, 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 Thriving Moms. Welcome to another podcast episode. How are you? I am feeling great. This is the first time in weeks that I'm feeling like I can breathe well. I'm not having to stress with breathing. It's so funny because now I catch myself sometimes thinking, well, why am I not coughing? Or why am I not trying trying to blow my nose? It's been an interesting couple of months for me, but I'm so grateful to be able to just breathe and feel much better. And if you're new, welcome to this podcast. If you've been following our Rethinking Motherhood series, how's it going? Last week, we talked about naming what matters. And I will tell you that I was so challenged with naming what matters throughout the week. So this week, we're talking all about letting go of rules. And the reason why I want to talk about this is because I coached many moms I used to think this way as well. We struggle with thinking that we're going to get things wrong. We think that there's a good or bad way to raise our children. But here's what I want to offer you. What if you learned to believe that it is impossible for you to fail at motherhood? How differently would you approach your role as a mom? How differently would you approach your child's behavior your child's body, the way your child eats, the way they show up in the world? What are the rules that you would be willing to let go of and just let yourself learn as you go? If you've followed these series, you've you've heard me talk over and over again about just learning to be a student of your child because that's the best way you can parent your child in the way that they need to. There is no textbook, there's no self-development book that's going to teach you that. You can pay attention to your child and learn from them. And now I know for some of you who are rule followers, you want to have a list of rules that you need to check off and be like, no, let that go. But I'm not going to do that because I believe in empowering you, getting you to change your thinking and decide what works best for you and your family in your own context. So here's what I'm going to offer you. I want you to start noticing the behaviors that you tend to engage in when it comes to making decisions about how you want to mother your children. So behaviors like people-pleasing, perfectionism, seeking control, catastrophizing everything, these behaviors are very common. And it's no wonder because we grow up in a culture where there are consequences for everything. And the consequences always lead us back to the thought that we're not good enough. The consequences always lead us back to a place of shame, to a place where we don't feel great about ourselves. And that's why we try so hard to avoid that kind of negative feeling. Yes, these behaviors do serve us because they keep us in this false sense of security and comfort. But when you really go down to it, is it really serving you? 
So for example, you might go to a family function and your child may be very reserved, introverted, and shy. And then a family member may ask for a hug and your child may say, no, I don't want to hug them. But instead of letting the child be, what some of you will do is you either try to coerce the child to do it, even force them, or you make excuses like, oh, I'm sorry, it's just that they're shy and that's okay, you don't need to behave this way, you can hug this person. In this moment, your behavior is trying to address your own discomfort of your child's behavior because you're now having thoughts about your ability as a mom. You're thinking, I'm a terrible mom, and you're making your child's behavior mean something about you rather than seeing that child as having a need in that moment. Maybe they don't feel safe. And if you could see it that way, could you then believe and trust that your child is a whole human who has autonomy over how they want to engage, in this case, hug another person that they might not feel comfortable doing? You don't need to explain your child's behavior to anyone. I teach this to my clients, especially when clients complain about, oh, my child is a picky eater, picky here in quotes, because if you've listened to me, you know I don't like that term, and I think it's a very unhelpful term. You don't need to explain your child's behavior to anybody. You can just tell them she doesn't want to hug you, and that's okay, and you switch the subject. And in case you were wondering, I used to be that child. I used to be that introverted, shy child. And I'll tell you that there were so many times I thought something was wrong with me because I was not talking or wanting to hug or engage with that family member in that moment. And that didn't mean that I was naturally just scared of people. There were just some people that I could read their energy and I was like, nope, I don't want to touch this person. But because I was seen as wrong in those moments, I started to question my own intuition. I started to question my own ability to trust myself. And I'll also tell you, I have that child too. And I've had to learn to feel discomfort when that child did not follow the norm. When they chose not to hug somebody and cross their arms and were like, nope, I'm not hugging that person. I had to learn that I wasn't being a bad mom. My child wasn't being a bad child. She's just different and that's okay. And if she feels comfortable, whenever she feels comfortable, she can hug whoever she wants to hug and it's not a problem. So I'm going to offer here, the truth is we're always going to make mistakes. That is the human experience. So you can't wait around until things are perfect, until you have everything lined up before you show up as the mom that you want to be. I was talking to my client the other day and she said something. She said, you know, I used to have so many emotions. I used to feel my feelings. I cried whenever I just felt the need to. And I really just felt comfortable in whatever feelings I had before I had kids. And then I became a mom and I didn't know how to express myself or cry anymore. Because again, when you become a mom, you become a mom. You become a different person. And how do you show up as a mom who still has all of that and still has the space to create safety for this new human to be able to exist in her world. For me, this conversation really touched me because I remember when my mom passed away and I was sitting on the floor by my dresser and my kids just came into the room. They saw me cry and my daughter later, months later, she was like, mom, you know, I'd never seen you cry until that day. It's not like I intentionally did it, but it just happened. 
So if this is you, I want you to remember that it's okay. It's not that you intentionally did it. You may not have decided, well, I'm going to stop crying as a mom. It's just because you have this new sense of responsibility and the society has taught us that we're moms. And because we're moms, we need to have the solution to everything. And if we don't have the solution to everything, then we're not doing it right. And that's not true, especially when it comes to little humans, even big humans too. We're not robots. We're humans and we have to start acting like it. Our children don't want people who don't know how to feel. They don't want people who don't know how to be uncomfortable. They want to see us being real humans and raw and feeling comfortable saying, you know what? I messed up. You know what? I'm not sure about that, but I can figure it out. You know what? I'm feeling really angry right now, but I still love you. And at the end of the day, I still love myself too because I'm human and I wouldn't want to change a thing about you or myself either. This is the mother that your child is waiting for. They don't want someone who has no feelings, no understanding of what it feels like to be frustrated, to be angry. And as long as we keep following these rules that someone decided makes us good moms if you're striving to be a good mom. And if you striving to be a good mom, I have thoughts about that. I'm going to link my podcast episode (laughs) about the good mom syndrome to this podcast. Our children want us to be their moms. And we can only show up as their moms when we're willing to let go of the rules. So here's what I'm going to leave you with. Think about this journal. Let it sit in your brain for a few days and stew. If you knew you could never fail at motherhood, how would you approach your mothering experience? I'm going to say it again. If you knew that you could never fail at motherhood, how would you approach your mothering experience? Because get this, it's impossible for you to fail at motherhood when you're playing by your own rules, when you're honoring your needs and trusting that you have what it takes to raise that child. And your brain is going to freak out. So when your brain wants to tell you that you're not enough, you're not a good mom, you're failing, remember that out of everyone in this world, out of the millions of people that could possibly bear children or have children, your child picked you. Whether it's biological or not, that child still picked you. That must tell you something about you. And no matter how many times your brain wants to offer, remember that child chose you. So think on that because as long as you're learning and playing by your rules, it is impossible for you to fail at motherhood. When you let go of all the rules and start playing by your own terms, you will thrive and you will succeed in mothering your children. You'll feel good about it. You'll feel good doing it because you trust in yourself. You trust in your ability. And when you mess up, you show up and you're kind to yourself. This is our work as thriving moms. I hope you have a beautiful week, my friends. And as always, keep thriving. Thanks for hanging out with me. If you enjoyed this episode, I want you to take that work deeper and implement one thing that you learned this week. And if you'd like to take this work further, come work with me inside my coaching program. You can go to oliveandbliss.ca to learn all about me and how I can support you.